Absolutely not. Hello, everybody. This is how do you say this? Janice Edwards coming to you live from our little dining room on this lovely Sunday afternoon. What's today's day? September. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm gonna keep this snippet too, man. I'm gonna keep this. September 4th, 2022. It has been a month that me and Mr. Elvis been married. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Joshua Edwards, live from live from my very own dining room, man. This is my first episode since I've been married. This is Joshua Edwards season three. Episode 38. For those of you on YouTube, as you can see, I got the rock on my finger. Um, for those of you that's listening on, listening on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your your uh, podcast, that was my wife featuring that first little snippet. She, she thinks that this is easy just to hop on the camera or just hop on the microphone and talk sports. As you uh, heard, she just don't got it. I mean, she's a very lovely woman, but... Um, I'm just let her stick to teaching, man. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into episode 38, season three. My first episode in my new home. Um, once we get some more furniture and I get my little gaming room set up, I will have a different background. For those of you that's watching on YouTube, yes, this is my dining room. Uh, I'm not going to show you the whole setup of my apartment just yet. I'm just waiting until we get stuff situated. But... A uh, beautiful home. I don't think me and my wife could have chose a better spot for us to live in. Um, it's affordable. And I believe that this is going to be something that we build uh, just years down the line, man. When, when our family gets older, when we start having kids, and obviously when we buy our own home, man. So this, is, this right now is my home. So let's go ahead and talk all things sports, man. It has been a while, and man, I am excited to get back into this mode. I am currently in three different fantasy football leagues. Obviously, the best platform is ESPN. I'm in Yahoo, and I'm in NFL Network. Out of those three platforms, ESPN is head and shoulders better than the rest of the competition. Yahoo, their layout, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't flow right with me. Uh, NFL Network, I don't know what the hell they got going on with their platform. But if it, if it was me, if I was the NFL Network, I would definitely be asking ESPN and even Yahoo to a certain extent, yo, how do you get your platforms to look like this? Because I already know <laughs> I already know that those two platforms, the Yahoo and the NFL Network, are the bottom tier when it comes to NFL fantasy. I mean, we saw... ESPN had their own little draft day. They had over 1.8 million people doing the drafts currently while they was doing their own little ESPN fantasy football draft. Even Yahoo, even NFL Network, I'm willing to bet money that they have fantasy leagues in ESPN. Um, but my first pick in all three different leagues was Saquon Barkley. I believe this year... We are going to see Saquon Barkley. Um, he's going to be the best running back in football. If he stays healthy, I made a post on Facebook. It's one of my bold predictions. Saquon Barkley will be the best running back in the NFL. Just like my other bold prediction when I was saying that the Cincinnati Bengals can make it to the Super Bowl. I said that they would win the Super Bowl, but I didn't know that they was going to go to the Super Bowl. Um, when we look at 
fantasy football. This is how you're supposed to draft, all right? If you are in the top half, top five, top seven, you need to get a running back. Now, obviously, seven through nine, depending on your league size, we got 14, seven, six through 10, you can get a receiver, maybe even a tight end at that first selection. But those top five picks need to be running backs. I mean, you need a running back that's going to catch the football. As you can see, I, I'm rock, rocking with my Carolina Panthers this year. Um, but the only reason why I didn't select Christian McCaffrey is because, I mean, I had him last year, man. Um, I really wanted to switch it up. I wanted to reach. I had the first pick in my ESPN fantasy football draft. My team is Tua, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, uh, Michael Thomas, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jerry Judy, George Kittle, Who's on my defense? Defense, I believe, is the Patriots, and my kicker is Harrison Bucker. Uh, right now, it has me projected to finish last. I'm a back-to-back defending champion, and ESPN just does not respect my draft quality for some reason. I don't know what the hell is going on with them, man. I, I, out of 14 people, I pick first, and I'm, I'm selected to be number last. When the last three seasons, I made it to the playoffs every year, and I've been in the top three. ESPN, you need to get your rankings together. I really do believe, all seriousness, though, that Saquon Barkley is going to have over 2,000 yards from scrimmage, uh, comeback player of the year. I'm going to get into all my awards later on into the show. Um, but that's, that is my bold prediction. Saquon Barkley will be the comeback player of the year, and he will be the best running back in football. But let's just go ahead and switch to what I saw last night. Last night might have been one of the worst performances I think I've ever seen from a quarterback. I mean, I'm not going to take it that far. But, yeah, no, 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 I am going to take it that far. Last night may have been the worst performance I've seen out of a top five college football team in the nation quarterback. DJ Ungle, whatever his name is, I said it last year. This dude is garbage, man. Last night they played the Georgia Tech um, Hornets. Clemson is a top four team in the nation. They are the fourth team on the polls, and they look awful. If I'm not mistaken, going into the second quarter, it was 0-0. DJ, he's just not the guy. And it's okay, Dabble Sweeney. I know you want to go with the guy that you recruited, that he's a five-star recruit. And that you want to put him out there because he is a vet. But if the guy behind him is just better, he's just better. And there's nothing wrong with that. DJ is just not the guy. The way that he is currently playing the quarterback position, they are not going to make it into the college football playoffs. They might not even win the ACC. That's how bad he is, man. I stated last year, he's not that guy. And as we're going to continue to watch throughout the season, he's just not that guy. There's nothing wrong with not being the guy. There's some people that are the guys. He is not the guy. Clemson, in order for them to make a, a legit run at the championship, they got to get another quarterback, man. They might need to start their, their backup. They might need somebody that's going to transfer. But DJ is not going to take the Clemson Tigers over that hump. Uh, especially against the Alabama or Georgia or, or even Texas, Texas A&M, Florida, Florida Gators, Florida State, what LSU, 
whatever you want to say, he is not the guy to carry the Clemson Tigers to a national championship. He might not even be the guy to take them to the ACC championship game. Um, but let's go ahead and let's talk about my awards heading into the season, man. Let's go start out with Offensive Rookie of the Year. Offensive Rookie of the Year. I believe this year is going to come down to two people. It's going to be receivers, man. I don't think Brees Hall, the running back out of the Jets, is going to make a run for Offensive Rookie of the Year. I believe, personally, it's going to be either Chris Olave or it's going to be Garrett Wilson. Now, Zach Wilson is injured for the New York Jets. Uh, Joe Flacco is going to be delivering the ball to Garrett Wilson. And you might see Garrett Wilson uh, across from Elijah Moore getting a lot of targets, man. So I really believe it's going to be two receivers, Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Defensive Rookie of the Year. Everybody's going to say Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, I'm going to say Aiden Hutchinson as well. But I'm going on the limb and say it's going to be Sauce Gardner. Now, he was getting cooked against the Giants in their little um, joint practices against, I guess it was a rookie receiver. But who doesn't get cooked? It's practice. It's not the game. Sauce Gardner has the swag. He is long. He is lengthy. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be a stud, but for that Jets defense, and you see what Robert Sala, the defensive backs, man, they can play balls to the wall. So I do believe it's going to be either Aiden Hutchinson or Sauce Gardner. My offensive player of the year. Now, I kind of teeter-totter between who I was thinking, but I'm going to go Justin Jefferson. Um, he Right now, he was a top 15 player on a top NFL 100. He has all the traits for a number one receiver. He is the number one receiver. First two seasons, he has the most reception yards in NFL history. Last year, he put up 1,500 yards. This year, he's going to see a lot more double teams, so it should open up the floodgates for Adam Thielen. But at the end of the day, it's Justin Jefferson. If you are a receiver, if you're a superstar receiver at that position, your quarterback can, can find you the ball. Kirk Cousins is one of the four quarterbacks within the last five seasons to throw over 30 touchdowns. Kirk Cousins is going to find a way to get Justin Jefferson the football. Offensive player of the year, Justin Jefferson. Defensive player of the year. I mean, you, anybody can go with defensive linemen. Anybody can go with the T.J. Watts, the Miles Garretts, the uh, Aaron Donald. But we're going to go and, and say Darius Leonard. He is coming off of a back surgery during this offseason. But Darius Leonard and the Colts' defense is stout. When you look at the additions that they added, they added Stephon Gilmore, who is going to lock up on their outside. They picked up, uh, I can't think of the defensive end, but they got guys on the, for, on the front line, and they got people on this back end. They got Kenny Moore in the slot that's going to lock some stuff up. Um, they got, a, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Malik Hooker plays in at the safety position. But I'm going to go with Darius Leonard. He's the only linebacker. He was the highest-rated linebacker this year on the NFL Top 100. But he's the only middle linebacker that can, that's going to get you over 140, 130 tackles every year. But he's also going to add some sacks, some forced fumbles, and some interceptions, man. Darius Leonard, Defensive Player of the Year. My Comeback Player of the Year, like I just stated, Saquon Barkley. He is going to be the Comeback Player of the Year, and he might even make a case for Offensive Player of the Year. So I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley, as the comeback player of the year, but I'm also going to put 
in quotation quotations Jameis Winston as well. And I'll get to that later on. Um, my MVP. Everybody knows I am a low-key Bills fan. I, as I'm looking into this camera right now, I am a Bills fan on the low. Now, I've been a Bills fan before the last season when they had the shootout against the Kansas City Chiefs. I was a Bills fan when they, get, when they got Micah Hyde from the Green Bay Packers. I'm a huge Micah Hyde fan. I just love the way he plays the football. I just love the way that he plays football in general. He is all over the field, makes plays. He can catch. He can tackle. He can do whatever you want at the safety position. So that's why I am a Bills fan. And Josh Allen, man. What else can you say about the guy? He is universally regarded as the number one quarterback in fantasy football. He's been that way for the past two seasons. So why won't he be a third time? Josh Allen, he might lock up the number one seed in the entire AFC. So that is my MVP. My coach of the year. I'm going to go with Brian Dayball. And I might even I'm, – yeah, I'm going to go with Brian Dayball. Yeah, I'm going to go – the coach from the Giants, man. Now, we knew Joe Judge was not qualified to coach the New York Giants. He was a special teams coach. It's no, there's no translation. He had no other coaching experience outside of special teams. But he, he grabbed the head coaching position? No, sir. Brian Dayball, he is coming from the Buffalo Bills, like I just stated. He took Josh Allen game to another level. He might take Daniel Jones game to another level. He's going to – he is the reason why Saquon Barkley is going to be the comeback player of the year. He's going to get him in a variety of sets. They got Kadarius Toney. Um, they're still young on the defensive end, man. I believe Brian Dayball is going to have this team looking good, man. So I believe coach of the year is going to be Brian Dayball. And let's just change it up just a little bit. Y'all know how we do every football season. I'm always going to drop my top ten teams heading into this postseason. Um, I mean – NFL season before week one, and I always drop my five worst teams. I, I don't want to drop my five worst teams just yet because I haven't seen it on the field. Um, I don't have my poster board with me, but I will bring it on the next episode of next week. My top ten teams heading into the NFL season. Let's get it. Number ten, Arizona Cardinals. They have everything that you're looking for. They are a, a, a playoff team. They was the last team that was undefeated last year. James Conner is going to be the bell back. Be careful on it. Overfeed him, though. You don't want to get him hurt. Um, Chase Edmonds is now gone. But number 10, the Arizona Cardinals. Number 9, the Green Bay Packers. I believe the addition, the subtraction of Devontae Adams is going to be detrimental to the Green Bay Packers. But at the end of the day, they got Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. In this league, you win games by your quarterback play. Number 9, the Green Bay Packers. Number 8, the Las Vegas Raiders. They just added Devontae Adams. Derek Carr playing lights out. Josh Jacobs is on his contract year. You might see him ball out this season. And they have a new head coach. They have a new regime out there in Las Vegas. Number eight, the Raiders. Number seven, the 49ers. Now, everybody was looking for them to get rid of Jimmy G. But at the end of the day, he, they didn't get rid of him. Um, they didn't get rid of Jimmy G. They just promoted Trey Lance, and they just made Jimmy G uh, another contract, man. The 49ers, they are what they are. They can run the football. They have a quarterback that can run. You're going to see a lot of option game with Trey Lance, man. I believe the 49ers at number seven. Number six, 
the Los Angeles Chargers. This team on paper is the best team in the NFL. They, had, they just added Khalil Mack. They just added J.C. Jackson. We know what they are on defense. We know what they are on offense. We know who they have at the quarterback position. Top five. He might be top three. He might be the best quarterback on any given Sunday. Justin Herbert, man. Chargers, number six. Number five, we're going to go with the Bucks. Now, this might be the year where you see Tom Brady struggle mightily. They might not even make the postseason. That's another hot take. I believe that the Bucks might not make the postseason. I mean, they're old. Their offensive line is hurt. Their running game. They might not make the postseason, man. At number five, I'm just going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers only because of the GOAT. Number four, the Rams. Coming off a Super Bowl championship, they lost Von Miller. They added Allen Robinson, and they still have Cooper Cup. Uh, they have the, mo- the mastermind, Sean McVay, calling the plays. And Matthew Stafford can make any throw in the football field. Number four, the Los Angeles Rams. Number three, Cincinnati Bengals. The team that I said last year would make the Super Bowl. This team is young. They're experienced. They are hungry. They got better at the offensive line position. They just need to get a little better on the back end. Number three, Cincinnati Bengals. Number two, Kansas City Chiefs. Best quarterback in the National Football League, but it is close. Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. They just added Juju Smith. Yes, they lost Tyreek Hill, but they'll, they'll find somebody to replace Tyreek Hill. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. And the number one team, the team that is going to have the MVP, the Buffalo Bills. They, they have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, they have it all. They do lack a run game, but everything else, ladies and gentlemen, they have it all. That's my top ten. Ten Cardinals, nine Packers, eight Raiders, four, seven 49ers, six Chargers, five the Bucks, four the Rams, three the Bengals, two the Chiefs, and the number one team in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills. And before we close out week one episode, episode 38 of Josh's Proximity, let's talk about the matchups heading into week one. The Thursday night game. Who do I have? Bills versus Rams. I like the Bills in this matchup, man. Uh, It's going to be a shootout probably, but it's going to come down to what quarterback can make the game. What quarterback is going to throw his team to a victory, and it's going to be Josh Allen. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, man, I believe he's going to take some cheese often, early and often. Stephon Diggs is going to light him up. I say Stephon Diggs, eight for 162. Uh, Cooper Cup is going to have a – obviously, he's going to have his game as well. But I like the Bills in this matchup. Eagles versus Lions. At the Lions, let's go Eagles, man. 49ers versus Bears. 49ers. Steelers versus the Bengals. Bengals. I think the Steelers, man, they got Mitchell Trubisky as their starting quarterback. He might not be the starter for the rest of the season. But I'm going to go with uh, um, the Bengals in this matchup. Pats versus Dolphins. The Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are really going to be a surprise team this year. Please do not sleep on the Dolphins. Please do not sleep on the uh, the Miami Dolphins. Um, Browns versus Panthers. You see what shirt I'm wearing? The Carolina Panthers, baby. Uh, Colts versus Texans, the Colts in this matchup. Saints versus the Falcons, the Saints. Falcons are gathering talent. Word to my my good friend, D. Brown. Ravens versus Jets, 
Ravens. Jags versus the Commanders. This is going to be an interesting matchup. I'm going the Jags on this one, man. I think, I think the Jags are going to be a surprise team as well. Packers versus the Vikings in Minnesota. First game of the season. We don't know what the receiver is going to look like for the Green Bay Packers. Let's go Minnesota on this matchup. Giants versus the Titans. I drafted Saquon number one, but the Titans just might be too much, man. I'm going with the Giants. Mm, I'm going with the Giants. In this, mm, yeah, I'm going with the Giants in this matchup. Raiders versus the Chargers. Uh, mm, it's, in the, it's at L.A., the Chargers. Good grief, man. Man, these games is tough, man. I'm going with the Chargers in this matchup. Chiefs versus the Cardinals. Yo, these week one matchups are crazy, man. Um, I, I like the Chiefs in this matchup. Patrick Mahomes is playing quarterback. That's all you need to say. Chiefs versus Cardinals. I got the Chiefs. Bucks versus Cowboys. We know what the Cowboys are. They are coached by uh, Mike. I can't even think of his name. They got, a, got a, they got a terrible head coach, Mike McCarthy. We're going with the Bucks. Broncos versus Seahawks. Broncos. That, I mean, it's not even close. And that is going to conclude episode 38, man. I appreciate you tuning in. Man, it's going to be a great football season, man. I can't wait to, to show you guys my apartment. Sorry for me holding my mic. The aesthetics will be in next week, man. Love you guys. Until then, jobs proximity. We out.